What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode episode of the Asian Authority Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan Juarez. What's up, Ryan? Now, Martin Elephant. Not much, not much. Doing well. My name is Martin Elephant, and we are the co-founders of Agent Authority Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about content marketing and how you can implement it into your business and why you should be doing that as soon as possible. Thanks for having me. Or, well, I mean, it's our podcast, so. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to edit that out, right? (laughs) Yeah, no, no. Leave it raw. I, I try to edit as less as possible unless it's like breaking some Facebook advertiser policy or whatever. Yeah, I hear that. Yeah. So I actually wanted to to jump right into this where um, so me and me and Ryan connected on Facebook. Um, I was looking for someone to help me with email marketing. Turned out we uh, we both have a passion for video marketing um, and how we could leverage that into uh, helping realtors really understand the value that it brings to their business. Um, And the way that I realized it was nobody was really running video content ads or just normal content that a real estate agent should run, which is property tours or just Mm -hmm. uh, market updates or just valuable content on businesses and the community and stuff like that. And I was like, well, just run the video. You don't need to ask for anything in return. And it's just, you're just, you're just now branding yourself in your market. And when I started realizing, well, okay, well, we're running the video. Well, how do we retarget the video viewers? And I was like, oh, boom, custom audiences. And then I was like, okay, great. So now we can leverage branding with lead generating because we're starting to warm up that audience. And um, I, I've just seen it take a, a massive, massive impact on a lot of my clients and just realtors in general. And so what, what are your thoughts on this, Ryan? So for me, I always think of what is the natural everyday conversation that you would have to have with this person to get them to become a buyer, become a seller, or just even reach out and contact you. So let's just say in this example, you have a house that's two bedroom, two bath. It's got a backyard, right? You can run a piece of video content at the very start of all this, and it just be the house. Like it's it's the pretty eye candy that gets people to be like, oh, well, that's a pretty house. That's it. That's all you have to do. And people who watch that content up to 75, 95, heck, even 50% of it, they're going to be more interested in potentially buying that house or reaching out to you than somebody who watches it for three seconds. Why? Because psychology tells us that where your energy goes, where your focus goes, so does your, well, your attention and focus go to the things you want Yeah. to, to keep it simple. So guess what? If they watch that 75% mark, hit them with a redirect or hit them with a retargeting ad saying, by the way, this property is two bedroom, two bath. Uh, it's got a beautiful backyard, great for the kids. So all the details that they would want to know after, as if they were standing in a room with you doing the house tour. Now they're just getting a taste of it online, but, but key part here it's at scale you're not just doing one person or you know four showings a day you're doing x amount of people who exist in your city and that's oh 
that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's power right there. I, uh, I even, I even say it's like, like to, to your point where it's like you run a video of, of a property. Right. Mm -hmm. But what I also do is I actually tell a lot of my clients and, and, uh, and just realtors in general, where if you're running one piece of content to, uh, uh, let's just say an audience of 30,000 people around a 15 mile radius of your market, like, you don't just need to run everyone a lead generating campaign right after if that's a list of homes or more information about that property. Because if you're running a video of a listing, you should have a link in that advertisement linking to the website and there should be a call to action in the copy and all that stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But everyone who watches that video now, now associates you with that property and now they're like, oh, that's a realtor who has this property. I like that property. What else does he have? Right. And they may not see another ad from you. And what you could do is now you can make an audience on anyone who watches that piece of content and just shoot them another video. And it could just be, hey, I'm I'm Martin Elephant. I'm a realtor in this area and I'm here to help you. Right. Or it could mm -hmm. be just a video on people who, who own businesses in that town and so on and so forth, where you don't have to just think of it as the lead generating aspect, but you could just think of it as a branding aspect that will in turn be utilized uh, to facilitate uh, running your lead generating campaigns. Cause now you're warming up an audience to who you are so that they can start understanding what it is you do and how you can help them if they're looking to purchase or sell or invest in the area. And, uh, I've, I've seen people have tremendous success on the organic side and on the paid side, especially on the paid side, because it's targeted and it's focused on a specific area. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Back to the point you're talking about with the, the awareness part. There's something I learned that was kind of we kind of know it passively. We just never directly learn it in marketing. It's all about the stages of awareness from unaware to consideration to evaluation to decision, meaning they have to know who you are. Hi, my name is Ryan. Hi, my name is Martin. Uh, I'm considering this, you know, if let's make it even more basic, talk about relationships and dating, you know, hi, this is my name. Would you like to go on a date? Okay, cool. We go on a date. We do that for a couple of years. Boom, you're married. That's the conversion, right? So <laughs> yeah, for real, like you are building top of funnel awareness when you run these ads, so everyone knows your name, how, how can that not be of benefit to you in your business? Because if you become the go-to name, nobody stands a chance. Exactly. <laughs> I, I was even thinking about from perspective, just cause this, uh, because a lot of our listeners are going to be real estate agents. Like mm -hmm. people don't realize, but Ryan Serhant didn't become Ryan Serhant because he didn't scream from the mountaintop. Ryan Serhant became Ryan Serhant because he's on a TV show and it's promoted and he's now promoting himself. And that's kind of what you have to do. And especially with like social media, as it keeps changing over time with, with the implementation of uh, TikTok at coming into the, into the fold and people really like you saw this massive boom of people just grow massive followings on this platform and people don't realize that 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 we now have all the power as individuals we get to determine how much money we make and how much content we put out there and and really how far our reach goes because everything's in our hand now like social media cut out the middleman and now it's direct to consumer where you you should start thinking of yourself as a marketing company and not necessarily as a real estate salesperson.
or an agent or a broker. You should start exactly. thinking about the, the content aspect and really promoting yourself and, and the area you serve and giving them a ton of value so that in return, your name gets out there. Everyone knows who you are. And then they start liking you because they, they dig your personality or they dig the content you're, you're pushing out there. And then boom, they're like, Hey, I want to work with you. You know, it's crazy. Um, to any of the realtors listening to this and, and even newer digital marketers, you have to think back in terms of a timeline here where what Facebook and the internet used to be, it used to be a lot less of ads and, and all that and the digital marketing side, because it wasn't proven like, you know, 10 years ago, the internet was 10 years old and still kind of this unknown thing. But right around 2010 to 2013, we saw YouTube pop off. We saw all these different ad platforms finally like make their, their, their like ground and foundation um, on like Facebook ad manager. And well, PPC Google has been around for 2004. They're fine. However, we know there's been changes over the years prior to the internet advertising side of the internet, it was just content. It was just post on YouTube because you want to, not because it made you an influencer or anything. You know, that's what kids nowadays say is like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a TikToker. No, do it for the passion like I did. There are cringy videos of 12-year-old me on the internet I will never let people find because we were <laughs> we were dumb, young. We had a, you know, a little shitty camera and it did the job. It was fun. That's where the passion should come from, right? However... Then we moved into the advertising side of things. Now everyone was like, oh, I don't have to do this stuff. Cool. I'm just going to run an ad and say, buy my stuff, buy my stuff, buy my stuff. That was from about 2014 to this year. And when you do that, you sound like the mall kiosk guy. And nobody enjoys looking at that dude or female. Okay. You actively avoid that guy. Do Agreed. not become him. <laughs> yeah. Now, with iOS 14 coming into play, mm-hmm. there's third-party data has effectively been neutered. Okay. First-party data though is still very strong. So why, don't, guess, why don't Why don't you just explain real quick what third-party and first-party data is for those that don't know? Ooh, yes. Thank you. So, first-party data is what is actively on the platform. If you like a post, Facebook knows about it. If you comment, if you share, if you go like a page about cute, um, I don't know, bunnies. cute towels. Yeah, cute, cute bunnies. bunnies. Facebook knows about that because it's data they have in their sandbox. They also know if you watch a video. Exactly. Third-party data is all the same things, but off the site, Okay, mm-hmm. that's the Facebook pixel that everyone keeps talking about. If you're not familiar, guys. Yeah, and that's been neutered. Um, so why, why don't you why don't you quickly why don't you quickly dive in to explain uh, the neutering of the the Facebook pixel and all that tracking that we got? Oh, we're about to get a little political. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> okay, the short version is Apple wink wink cares about your privacy. <clears throat> not really. Um, but they're, that's just my opinion. I'll say that. They already have an ad platform and they realize that Facebook and Google and all these you know, social media places are making tons of money off their devices from the data they provide because, of course, Facebook's tracking all your activity. That's absolutely why if you mention something 
you know, to a friend, you get at targeted ads later. All right. Apple came in and said, we're going to stop that from happening. But I, I do believe they are planning to do that themselves on their own ad platform just because it's so profitable. For sure. But yeah. I, I always say that when something gets taken away, something new comes in, right? So I'm just waiting to see what Facebook uh, implements next. But I, I would even go a step further where I think one of the main reasons they uh, they implemented that aspect to their to the iOS 14 uh, update was mainly because they want people on their platform. They don't want you taking someone off the, their platform and going to another mm-hmm. website. Right. So this is, this again, goes back to, to all the stuff that, that we're, that we're trying to explain here is that when you create content for social media, like people always say the Instagram algorithm is dead. It's not dead. Like you just have to figure out how it works for you. And the way that it mm-hmm. works is you need to create content that gets engage engagement from people where it's like, we're going to keep them on the platform. So you have to create catchy titles, catchy hooks, catchy videos, images, all of that stuff. You need to, the more you're on a platform posting and the more you're keeping other people on the platform, that's how the algorithm takes over and just boosts your content guys. So same thing with Facebook with this update. I think that's one of the, I think that's the main reason that that's now a big, uh, a big thing that they changed with their update. Think of it like newspapers back in the day. If you were a crappy journalist and you couldn't write good articles to make people want to buy the newspaper again, you weren't going to stay around that long or profit. So, yeah, the platforms want people to stay on because that's how they make their money through advertisements. If your video can make people stay longer, Facebook's right there with you instagram's right there with you yeah come on buddy yeah let's let's put ads on your video let's monetize you on on, on youtube so on and so forth it's all money like you know capitalism Woo! yeah and uh, I, I honestly think that that's why it's like if you're not creating video with with the new platform tiktok coming out and youtube mm-hmm. becoming so big people don't realize but there's like 350 i think it's 350 billion hours or 350 million hours of video being uploaded to youtube every mm-hmm. single day i know that it's, yeah it's it's, it's crazy it's like amount. it's like people don't realize but like like they're they're six seven year olds posting videos of them playing video games and then you got the 65 plus community posting videos of their grandkids like you have everything on there and people don't realize that that's a lot of content and a mm-hmm. lot of people are making video and if you're not implementing it especially with this new update that facebook just implemented uh i don't think people understand that we just went from lead generating all across social media to where now branding is going to be the main aspect to how you actually succeed moving forward in this digital social media age mm-hmm your name carries what your name as they as time and classics tell you your name precedes you yep. make sure you control the perspective of your future home buyers in the best light as possible mm-hmm. that's that's all you could really do I totally agree, man. People, I don't think, I don't think that like, I feel like everyone out there always talks about, well, what's brand, what's brand, right? And people don't realize, but brand is just a reputation of you digitally. It's, it's your reputation on the social platforms. It's what do you stand for? It's who you are. It's, it's how you help people. And it, and moving forward, that's what you should really be focusing on is how do you create that content that builds your brand and your reputation to where people are like, that's the person I want to work with. And so that's what we do. 
that's what we do here at Asian Authority. We help you understand how to leverage video marketing to really excel your brand mm-hmm. um, throughout the platforms and really build that lifelong business that you really want. On that point, Martin, to the audience, specifically, I'm talking to you. It is about who you are, not who you want to be or who you think you want to be or your customers want to be. Facts. Authentically be you in the to the weirdest of the max. We were actually just talking about this before we were recording. It's like, oh, are we swearing on this podcast? <laughs> are, are we going to curse on this podcast? Fuck yeah, we're going to curse on this podcast. <laughs> Damn right we will, yes. <laughs> because we're not... There's a line between professionalism, I think, and just being human. And, and, I, and I know for a fact realtors prefer to just be real. If and realtors, realtors curse. If, like, come on, if you don't get real. a deal, you're like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? Like, you, you curse. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. To me. It's raw. It's big, raw. Big, big picture here in my, in my own, you know, perspective of life right now. Professionalism is just a filter for people who can't handle what reality actually is. You know, you know, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like people always say you have to act professionally. You have to do this. You have to do that. And I was like, well, that's what they teach you in school. That's what they teach in traditional nine to five jobs. But because we're not want you to behave. But that but that's the whole thing is real estate agents. You're not in a traditional nine to five job. You're you're in a 24 seven business where you you are doing every single aspect that when you first get out, you're the cold caller, you're the marketer, you're the yep. salesman, you are you are every aspect of your business. And so you have to really start thinking about yourself as a company and not as and a business and not just a salesperson. And I think that's the one thing that you need to start differentiating yourself um, with other agents in, 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 the, in, in your market. I would love to see a realtor, preferably in New York, just be like, all right, see this fucking house. It's got four bedrooms, just, just like the deepest New York law or, or like Brooklyn, New York uh, accents. And just like just swearing like it's a bleep every three seconds. <laughs> He's like, this house is a shithole. I'm buy it. Fix it up. Flip it. Yeah. It's like, and you fucks are going to buy it. <laughs> There's a pizzeria down the street. All right. The crime rates. The crime rates. Good. It's all it's right. Good. It's all right. It's, it's, it's all low. Right. <laughs> that's the realtor i want to buy from personally now if you're pristine you're like oh, i am appalled by such language just i would say just be you like that's the thing be you exactly if you don't curse, everyone don't else curse. Is it's like that's the whole thing that's that's what we preach on this channel is to just be authentically you and if that's if that's quirky be quirky Right. If if you like something random, like let's just say you're into ants, like mm-hmm. and you like and you like bugs, like talk about bugs. Like you're gonna you're gonna get the people that resonate with 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 you. And that's the whole thing, is right. Social media, people pe- like uh I, I love Gary V for all those listening. I'm sure every realtor does too. Most realtors know who he is. Gary V said something real funny. He basically said, Social media didn't change us, it exposes us. Mm-hmm. And that's the main thing that we have to like really come to grasps with, which is don't play the game of pretending to be who you want to be. Just just show up as you and let everyone come to you. And that's the whole point, right? Is you you should want to work with people who want to work with you. You shouldn't want to work with people that don't want to work with you, right? And the and the fastest way to do that is to just promote yourself as you and let everyone just come. Plus, it's just so exhausting to try to put on a persona. Yeah, it's inauthentic. People can't trust that. Like, 
there's already a lot of distrust on the internet. Like, just be you. That's it. And bring value. That's it. Like, that's the main point is you have to be able to bring valuable content to the end consumer. And so if that's buyers, you got to talk about what the process is of buying a home. You have to explain what's going on in the market, how to look for homes, all that stuff, right? If it's a homeowner, explain why they shouldn't list their price at the top price in the current market, right? Like the current market's so, so intense and so insane that homes are flying off the shelf within a week with multiple offers over asking. So if you're actually creating a video and you say, hey, I just sold this home for X amount over the asking price, now you have a 20 second video, boom, run that as an ad, just get a ton of people to watch it and mm-hmm. then retarget all the videos, videos with a, another video of you saying, Hey, I just sold this house. And then I just sold this house and so you know on what? and so forth. I want to emphasize something here too. Do not, I might be biased. I'm going, I'm going to take away the videographer part of me and put the marketer here to say this. Do not skip out on your video content because it is a representation of you. If you put a shitty piece of content out there, that just that's on the internet forever, reflecting who you are. Mm-hmm. It's an extension of your voice and the quality you bring to every client that you work with. And if there's any differentiation, uh, di- differentiation, I can't say it. Any differentiation, I can't say the word. Thank you. <sighs> Speech impediments, man. <laughs> Differentiation. 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 <laughs> You're just gonna clip, you just have to clip this and run this as our ad. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. If there's anything different about what you do to client A to client B, let's say client B's got the five million dollar home, but client B or A has the, I don't know, half a million dollar home. If client A sees that you're treating client B better because money. Mm, that's not going to sit right. And that's going to damage your reputation as like, oh, he only favors or she only favors working with big wealthy clients. Oh, she doesn't treat. No, every single video treat the same because you would want the same for yourself. Don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. Yes. I totally agree with you on that. Can't believe I can't say the word. <laughs> Differentiation. Say it again. Mind you, I'm like, I'm a, I, I write ads for a living and I record a lot of them voiceover. So you would think I have this down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not the case. People don't, people also don't realize, but like, like, like people don't realize when it comes to video, right? Like when you push play, you don't have to push publish. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can record and then edit it. people are always afraid to get behind the camera because they're like, oh, I'm not going to look good and I'm not going to sound good. Nobody likes the sound of their own voice. All right. Nobody. Nobody likes how they look on camera. All right. Except Ryan. No, Um, I'm saying I don't like the sound of my voice. Oh, I love the sound of my voice. There's a reason there's a microphone here. Maybe maybe it's my ego, but I love the sound of my voice. Um, I like the sound of your voice, too, Martin. I personally, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, stop flirting with me. Um, maybe it's the better microphone. <laughs> <laughs> this microphone is 60 bucks, man. I think this um, is 100 and... Yeah, I definitely 20, got the better. I don't know. I definitely, I think it's my pop. That's why. Maybe. But you yeah. know what? I'm editing this, so I'm going to make your mic sound terrible and mine better. <laughs> But uh, to my to my point, right, it's like pe- people don't really understand that one, you get to control what you post, right? So mm-hmm. you get to control the quality. But on top of that, people people are so much 
what's the right way to say it? People don't realize that if you're, if you're willing to meet with someone in person, right, they're seeing you for who you are in person, right? They're seeing how you look, they're seeing how you sound, how you talk. So why would you not want to get in front of a thousand more people a day through a video and promoting it online? So now you're, now you're talking to the masses instead of just talking to one person. And I think that's where people really have to make that switch in their head where you can touch more people through video content than you can through a phone call. Absolutely agree. It's you can only shake and call so many people in a day, but yeah. And and this is coming from someone who's a cold caller, right? I call 150, 200 people a day and I talk to maybe, and I talk to maybe 30 or 40 of them. Most of them are like, screw you and hang up. Mm -hmm. Right. But when you're running a video, people are just tuning out if they're not interested. And we're like, well, we don't we don't care about that person. Right. We want the people Mm -hmm. who watch our videos. And if your video gets shown to a thousand people in a day and a hundred people watch it, that's a hundred people you spoke to today that now in your head, you could be like, oh, I made 100 calls and I spoke to 20 people, but my ad was shown to 1,000 and 100 watched it. Oh, I spoke to 120 people today. Exactly. People have to start changing their mentality around video content marketing, uh, especially in in today's world. Social media, people always say, oh, it's so so mature. It's so this. Social media just started, right? Imagine Mm -hmm. what's going to happen when we have VR and full ai no i cannot wait for that oh it's just gonna be good lord can you imagine doing a property tour with your vr goggles on like i mean they kind of have it in place already i know but that's gonna be insane when it actually be gets fully implemented into the into the market like real estate's always one of the last to implement things um in 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 most regards i always think real Mm. real estate's always slow people are old school uh like old school tactics tactics still work cold calling works door knocking works maybe not now with covid but like mailers Mm. work all the old school things work it's just how do you do it more efficiently and in today's world if you really want to stay out stand out i i fully believe that that's through video content marketing absolutely it always meets the video well, let me back up. You can always call the person at the wrong time, but the video will always meet them at the right time. For sure. So go out there and film, you realtors. <laughs> get a video and get a good videographer who's actually good at real estate content. Um, if they're not, let them let them have a couple of shots. Though it's not super difficult, but Real estate, actually, I, I, re, I retract everything I just said. Real estate <laughs> videography coming from someone who has filmed a bunch of houses is an art form because for sure, for it's sure. not it's not just the, oh, let's make it look pretty. You have to tell the story. You have to amplify what's there, increasing the odds of it being purchased. You have to think like a business person while filming. Definitely. And I, I would actually give like all the realtors on like listening to this episode is like people always say that like you should challenge yourself to do something. So like here's my challenge to you guys is record an introductory video, record a video of just you explaining who you are, how you got into the business, why you got into the business and and how you how you plan on helping people in 2021. And just you with make, your phone. Yeah. And literally just, just, just push record, put it on a stand, put it like 
put a tissue box behind it or something, stand it up on your desk, push record, record that video, send it to your, your, uh, your real estate listing guy, whoever does uh, all your video videos and just edit it, put some music in the background, push play and let it roll. That's it. And that's the start. You will get better on camera. Like, Martin and I didn't start off this natural in front of the camera. Like, yeah, or even even the same way. Like, if you're a cold caller, if you're an agent who cold calls, like you weren't good when you first started, unless you naturally were good at cold calling or speaking to people on the phone. But if you weren't good at cold calling, you have to build that skill the same way you build any skill in life. Nobody's nobody's just amazing on camera the first time you you push play unless they they're like Gary V, you know what I mean? Or like Ryan exactly. Serhan. And, and you have to just really work on yourself to, to get more comfortable behind the camera. And you'll be amazed with, with the results that you see. Plus another thing people are always afraid of is the negativity that comes back with it. For every one negative comment, you're going to get a thousand yays. Mm-hmm. Like people don't realize the negative comments rarely show up because majority of the people who are following you follow you because they're a friend they're a family right or there's someone that you've you've met somewhere along the lines maybe through business or anything like that or you've worked with them so they know you and most of those people aren't going to comment negatively unless you say something really stupid in your video which don't say (laughs) and again you can edit that out so i think i I think uh i think we covered everything for this episode guys um Mm -hmm. Again, my name is Martin Elephant. Uh, my co-host is Ryan Juarez, and we are the hosts of the Agent Authority podcast. Uh, this podcast will be on everything from Spotify, Apple Music, and across the board. So make sure to hit subscribe, follow for more content, and please leave us an amazing review. And we'll see you on the next one. Peace out. Peace.